If you enjoy Champions for Children, be sure to check out the new podcast from Nemours Children's Health, Well Beyond Medicine. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or at NemoursWellBeyond.org to continue hearing the stories of anything and everything related to the 80% of child health impacts that occur outside the doctor's office. And now, the episode of Champions for Children you requested. Enjoy! Medical errors and hospital-acquired infections are one of the top causes of death in the United States. And so anything that we can do to prevent infections or, or other medical errors is of utmost importance. We, we want to make sure that we are a safe organization. Welcome to the Nemours Champions for Children podcast. I'm Carol Vassar, and that's Infection Prevention and Control Manager Meg Gilman from the A.I. DuPont Hospital for Children in Wilmington, Delaware. Preventing the spread of infection within the hospital is her focus, but her involvement and experience with Nemours is so much deeper due to the personal connection she and her family made with Nemours clinicians about three and a half years ago. My son Declan was born at 33 weeks gestation, um, and he wasn't cared for here, but he was cared for by Nemours doctors. And so I am eternally grateful that um, Nemours is the reason I have my son, who's now three. He's doing really well. I think the piece that really hit home for me was they knew what I did. Um, they knew that I was an infection preventionist, but they didn't talk to me like I was an infection. They talked to me like I was a mom, um, and I was a first-time mom, and I really felt heard and listened to, and I felt like I was part of the healthcare team. Um, which is not something that I was used to. I, I didn't always feel like I was a decision maker, even in my own health sometimes. And so that was really a change and something that I felt very strongly about and something that made me want to come here and work here. They would come to the bedside, they would come to the NICU, and I was invited to participate in in rounding. Um, and I was able to ask questions and understand what the plan was going to be for my son. And um, I really, I really liked that. So I could really understand what was happening with him and um, feel like I was part of his plan. Infection prevention, of course, is part of everyone's plan. And it has lots of moving pieces. Educating staff, identifying and preventing the further spread of infections when they do occur, taking part in workgroups to prevent the spread of healthcare-acquired infections, and high-level disinfection and sterilization. It requires everyone to take an active part in the process, and Meg and her team work to facilitate not just the process, but the trust it takes to make the process successful. We work with everybody, pretty much. We work with nursing we work with physicians, we work with facilities and safety and central processing and the OR teams. We work with everybody. Is there a trust there that you can describe for me? Yeah, I think there has to be. You have to trust that your colleagues are here for the same reasons that you are and that you can rely on them if you need assistance or you need their expertise, you're going to trust that they are there to help and support you and that they know what they're doing and can help you answer any questions that you may have. 
Do you feel as though that trust is encouraged here as part of the culture at Nemours? I do. I think that in other places that I have been, you are you're always part of a team, um, but the level of trust within that team is going to vary depending on which organization you're in. And um, I feel that here, you it is encouraged to work as a team and, and have that trust um, and that open relationship with others. I think that we are in a in a space that is a safe space. You know, you, you can have those challenging conversations with your colleagues and get feedback from them about the decision that you made or the way that you approach something. Um, you can get that feedback and really take it in in a, in a safe manner because you know that it's coming from a place of trust. And he has done just an, an amazing job. He came to us and has really, really caught on um, to Nemours and, and how we do things here. And he has been an amazing partner to work with. He does all of the infection prevention and control aspects of the construction. And we have a lot of construction going on here at Nemours, almost all always something is under construction. And so he has really taken ownership of that and gone above and beyond to round in those locations to work with our construction and our facilities teams to give them education on infection prevention and why we are asking you to do the things that we're asking you to do, which if you've never worked in healthcare before, you kind of think, that's kind of crazy. Why Why are we doing all of this? So he's really stepped up to, to give them that sort of education of the why behind it. While her young son's experience has provided Meg with new insights into Nemours from the family perspective, there was one encounter she had on the job that stands out as a stellar example of why Nemours associates do what they do each and every day. The story that has always stayed with me um, was that I was doing my routine rounding up on an oncology floor and wasn't, you know, really looking for, for anything. And I went into the nutrition room and I found, found a grandfather in there and he was crying. And, you know, it just kind of struck me. And I asked him what, what was wrong and how could I help him? And his grandson had just been diagnosed. And I don't know who his grandson is. I never did. Um, but he was getting an NG tube. And that's something that's so routine for us. It's something that we do every day here. But for that grandfather to see his grandson in that much uncomfort was just the straw that broke the camel's back. And he could not be in there and watch that happen to his grandson. And he didn't want his grandson to see him that upset. And that has always stayed with me. And, you know, that's that's the mission. You know, it's caring for the entire family. Because when when you're dealing with pediatrics, you're not caring for just the patient. You're caring for everybody that loves them. And that's something that has always stayed with me. This was several years ago. um, But I've never forgotten that grandfather, even though I never knew his name. Meg Gilman is an infection prevention and control manager for the A.I. DuPont Hospital for Children in Wilmington, Delaware. Nemours pediatric allergists and immunologists are trained and experienced in diagnosing and treating asthma and allergy in kids, anything from food allergies to hay fever. They also see kids with issues of the immune system. The goal? 
to help kids feel better and give parents the tools to manage their child's condition at home. Getting poked and literally needled is an unfortunate yet necessary part of the process. Understandably, not a part of the process kids enjoy by any stretch of the imagination. Yet efforts are underway in the Jacksonville Allergy Clinic to make the experience a bit less daunting. And it starts with a map. It's a map that we give um, the families when they travel through the clinic to different procedures that are being done that day, whether it's skin testing or breathing test or food challenges. That's medical assistant Tori Williams talking about the Safari Map Appointment Guide, designed to provide rewards to kids for going to each step on their appointment journey, earning a sticker at each stage, and collecting a prize when all is said and done. And to get kids in the safari mood, they wear a safari mask, allowing them to become the brave animal of their choosing, or just a cool kid with sunglasses. So they can wear their mask, and um, it helps to put them in the mind frame of being in a safari. The map, the mask, the stickers, and the rewards are all aimed at distracting the child from the anxiety of the appointment while simultaneously engaging them with the process. A tall order for sure. This kind of distraction was originally developed, and successfully so, to help kids on the autism spectrum move from task to task within a medical appointment. So says Jacksonville Allergy Clinic nurse supervisor Jenny Pfeiffer. A lot of kids on the ASD autism spectrum, um, they want to know, um, some of them have um, verbal deficits and sensory deficits. So when they come, sometimes we want to try to decrease um, stimuli as much as we can. So we, um, I'm on an um, autism task force that's multidisciplinary, um, made of other psychologists, um, physicians, and medical assistants and nursing. And we created this ASD passport kit. So it's basically like a, a visual story guide, a board. Um, we originally, when they come to their appointment, they immediately get their passport, and it has their name on it, and it has the different pictures, so they can see where they go throughout, starting with vital signs, and then all the way throughout their visit, going to home, and they get stickers, and then as they can kind of trace it, they know that maybe, for example, they have one more item to do, and then they get to go home. So again, they don't have to talk, they can just look at it, and when they're done, they get to go to the treasure box, which is very self-gratifying for them, and they get to pick out a toy and then be on their way. So it's worked very, very well with families and children in the spectrum. Now you've brought it over to kids who are not on the spectrum. Uh, how, what was the inspiration for that? Um, we would like to, we started with the ASD population and other children with special needs, but we thought, especially for allergy, um, why not expand it to all children in certain ages? We like to do kids, I'd say, from the ages probably of like two, sometimes to eight, but then sometimes you have kids that are, you know, one of, they like, what is that mask over there? And their sunglasses are actually pictured with like the different safari themes, so they're not just glasses, which they love. And um, we basically did a template, and then um, the different individual clinics took it an extra, you know, took it another level, and they individualized it. Depending on the division, so for example, as you know, um, we have words and pictures. So in pulmonology and allergy, we might have a picture of a stethoscope for a respiratory treatment versus in orthopedics, it might have a cast. So it's different pictures depending on the different divisions. How many divisions are using this tool? Um, We implemented this a few months ago. As far as I know, there's probably maybe seven or eight that are using it consistently. We would like to standardize it throughout all the different divisions um, would be our goal. But that's 
again, you start small and then you kind of expand. In Jacksonville, the implementation of the Safari Map Appointment Guide last May is credited with boosting their patient satisfaction scores, according to nurse Amanda Davis. It's been very positive, especially from the parents. They tend to comment, you know, thank you for engaging with my child. You know, it made them not be so afraid. It's also boosts our Prescani scores. Um, we've had a lot of positive comments, so we're going to keep trying it. Do you have some of those positive comments that you happen to have gotten from Prescani? We do. So one comment was from a family. It says, great experience, friendly and efficient. I've had another connected with my child this time. Good experience. Very friendly staff. My son is not afraid to come back in four months. And all staff was extremely friendly and helpful. And since May, you've had all of those great comments through Press Ganey. That's, that's quite an accomplishment. Yes, our scores have increased. Uh, this last month, we actually got 100% in the areas that we were aiming to improve. A lot of what you do, and I think this is how I introduced it earlier, was was distraction. You get kids to stop thinking about um, what they're going to be doing by distracting with stickers or distracting with how important is distraction to the services you provide, and are you studying this in any way, shape, or form? So, yes, that's a really good point. Um, The nurses in the Division of Allergy are actually doing one of the first ever nurse-driven research studies here in Amores. And what we're doing, we're looking at our immunotherapy, our allergy shot patients uh, population, and we're currently enrolling patients right now. We're looking to see what is the best, simple, non-pharmacological distraction technique to alleviate pain and increase comfort with patients. So it's a randomized study. Um, They would basically, as if you pick something out of a hat, there's four choices. They can do um, cold spray, which which we're currently doing now. There's something which is Buzzy Bee, which basically vibrates above the shot. It can be Buzzy Bee vibrating along with an ice pack. And then the fourth option is something called the shot blocker, which they use in a lot of pediatrician's offices that you put on the skin. And again, all of those different tactics work off the gate theory, such as if you burn your finger or you hit your... Um, You know, if you would, if you're hammering a nail and hit your thumb, you immediately go to put your thumb underneath cold running water. So it distorts the pain pathways. It works off the same theory. So that's what we're currently doing right now to see what is most effective. And our um, population are, again, kids between the ages of three, four, and 17 is what we're doing. So we're really um, anxious to see what works. And we're measuring not only child perception of pain, but parent perception of pain as well. So we're very excited to be on that as well. Lots going on in allergy and immunology in Jacksonville. Thanks to Nurse Supervisor Jenny Pfeiffer, Nurse Amanda Davis, and Medical Assistant Tori Williams for filling us in. And finally today, meet Tara Spruill. She's a nurse manager based in Jacksonville, working with a team of teams of nearly 40 people. Yet she looks at her role as being in service to them so that they can do what they do best, taking care of the kids. Here's Tara. The nurse manager role entails leading several of our teams, and some of those that I lead are gastroenterology, ENT, general surgery, plastic surgery, urology, infectious disease, and our satellite locations, Jack South and Fleming Island. And so that is being support for our medical assistants and nurses in those divisions. So how many people do you have responsibility for ultimately? I believe that's 37 people. That's a lot of people. How do you do it? 
It's hard work, takes a lot of patience. And I, I love what I do. I love being a support for uh, the associates of Nemours. Uh, it makes me happy and fulfilled at the end of the day, you know, when I know that I've been there for the people that I work with. Tara spent 15 years in a direct patient care role before taking on the huge responsibility of managing other nurses. Why the switch? So I really felt like I had more to give. And having 15 years of nursing experience, I wanted to be able to share my knowledge, my expertise, and the skills that I knew I was proficient at with others. And I feel like I'm able to do that now leading medical assistants and nurses and showing them what a good nurse looks like and what truly taking care of a patient looks and feels like and walking in that patient's shoes daily. What drew you to working in medicine and what drew you to working here at Nemours? So when I was a little girl, I always knew I would do something with kids. I loved to babysit as a teenager, and uh, I was your baby doll girl as a child. That's what I loved. So I knew that my profession would end up being something with children. Didn't know what that would be. Uh, And I was born and raised here in Jacksonville, grew up right down the street. So that led me to Nemours. I always heard great things about Nemours, passed it every day as a child. So as a teenager, I started to volunteer here. And did that for a couple of summers, and then that was it. I realized, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a nurse and work with kids. That's where it all started, and it's it's funny to me that Nemours trusted me as a 15-year-old little teenager, and now I'm here working for them, and they still trust and support me today. So you became engaged with Nemours at age 15, and you're mm-hmm. still here today. Yes. What is it that, that has drawn you back time and again, day after day? Why? So Nemours has that family feel. And I've, of course, worked at other places. I've worked at other healthcare institutions. And Nemours' culture is just different. It's unique. And it's really that draw on family. And I feel that from all the teams that I worked with. I felt that at 15, and I still feel that today. Uh, from the top down, from our leadership team, you know, all the way down to our medical assistants, to the people who answer the phones, you really feel like people care for each other here. Why is Nemours unique? So they are unique because... They really care about their associates, and I believe that's because we have the right people in the right roles, and we have the right people leading our enterprise who make that important, uh, who make that point of it being a family feel important. Uh, And we, I don't know if anyone else has brought this up, but our standards of behavior, that's something to me that's very unique to Nemours, and I've never experienced with any other organization Uh, really honing in on the behaviors of the associates and guiding them and what their daily behaviors should be and look like. Do you have a favorite out of the uh, the 10 that are over there on the wall? Do you have a favorite? (laughs) So my favorite is probably uh, to be curious versus judgmental. 
Uh, I know we can all have a hard time doing that. And to, to leverage separate realities has to be my, my second and what I remind myself all the time. Give me an example of where you had to leverage separate realities, maybe with a situation with either a patient or a family member or um, a fellow associate. Um, so leveraging separate realities for me and in my role has a lot to do with service recovery. So patients who may show up late uh, you know, let's say the patient's 30 minutes late for their appointment and the provider is already running behind and may not want to see that patient. So that's where I have to leverage the separate reality of it's not the child's fault. And what happened to the parent? Were they late picking up the child from school? Were they late getting off of work? Did they not have gas money to get here, proper transportation? We don't know. And so we really have to leverage their reality and try to do what we can to still be there for that child. When I leave here at the end of the day, it's hard work. It's a long day. It's usually a 10-hour day, but I definitely feel accomplished and that I am serving a greater purpose and that I'm the one who has won by getting to work at Nemours. Tara Spruill is a nurse manager in Jacksonville, Florida. Another episode of the Nemours Champions for Children podcast. Thanks ever so much for listening. These are your stories and those of your fellow Nemours associates. And we want to hear from you. Give us your ideas. Send us your stories at podcast at Nemours.org. That's podcast at Nemours.org. Don't forget you can access the podcast, subscribe to it on your favorite podcast app like Apple Podcasts or Google Play or TuneIn. You can also ask your smart speaker to play the Champions for Children podcast. Production assistance provided by Peter Adebi, Deborah Griffin, J.L. Puckett, and Jackie Williams. Music is courtesy of Blue Dot Sessions in Fall River, Massachusetts. And our words of wisdom today come from Tara Spruill. Be yourself. Don't sell yourself short. And push yourself beyond whatever you think that your limit is. There's more to it and there's more to you. You can definitely achieve greater things. I'm Carol Vassar. Thank you so much for joining us on the Nemours Champions for Children podcast. Till next time, take care. Take care.